Welcome to the show. Oh, well, thanks. We don't have a guest, and I know this isn't like a real episode. I don't even know if we're going to do anything with this recording. But oh, I think okay. While I'm over at your place, yeah, we should discuss the musical, Cats. <gasps> yes, please, please, please. So I, okay, so I just saw Cats, and, and I told Dagny. Oh, I need to rewatch it so I, bad. I told her that she wasn't allowed to talk to me about it until we were recording it, but I don't think we're going to be able to record a new episode for like two weeks. So let's talk about it. Um, oh man, I have to get in the right mindset for this. <laughs> I experienced I mean, this movie in theaters, and you got to watch it in the comfort of your own home. I did. I also because I had to watch it before I went to this show, this Zoom show that was discussing it. Mm-hmm. It was how did this get made? I'm just gonna say it was how yeah. did this get made? Did cats? Um, it was two days before it was on HBO Max, which is when it would have been free. Yeah. So it was $14.99. Mm, I'm so glad you gave them money. They did their best. Now, to be crystal clear, mm-hmm. I didn't log out of Amazon correctly. So our parents gave them money, but don't tell them. I also don't think that our parents have seen it yet. It's okay. They paid for it. And I didn't. Oh, wow. Uh, for for free Wait, of reference. First, just give we'll me just, your viewing experience because I want to tell you my viewing experience. Okay. Um, so I was real Set quick. The scene. Real quick. When I was 17 years old, my high oh, school yeah. did a production of Cats the Musical. That was a whole lot of fun <laughs> and that I, I'm very proud of. Um, it was primarily because we just had a whole bunch of dancers. Yeah. Who did um, you play? Just like a ton. And I was Mr. Mistopheles. Yes. The magical Mr. Mistopheles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched this movie knowing the plot of cats which is there's not it's not a lot (laughs) not a lot of a plot um, but knowing a whole lot about the show in general and i overwhelmingly did not like this movie wow cats 2019 that's a shame it was the best movie of the year oh my god it might have been i I have a lot i'll tell you why i had the most incredible experience seeing it because everybody in the theater was there for the bit. No one was taking it seriously. That I love. It was a full theater, and it was, the way I explain it to people, it was like watching a cult classic before it was a cult classic. Because <laughs> oh, yes. people were meowing at the screen. We applauded after every single musical number. Yes. Um, people just talking outwardly to, like, why is this happening <laughs> to mostly Rebel Wilson scene? Of God. why are there cockroaches or whatever? Uh, yeah, they're cockroaches. Yeah, and even though the lyric is a beetle's tattoo, and they're yes. supposed to be beetles, they made them, they made cockroaches. them cockroaches. It's, it's very weird. Uh, I do have certain things I did genuinely enjoy. Me too. I thoroughly enjoyed Skimpleshanks. Yeah, I, I thought. Uh, <laughs> I thought Jason Derulo was fine. I thought he was also fine. I, there was all something of the... from that song missing, and I don't know what it was because yeah. his performance was there. I was in; it was Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah, he was doing it; it was there. But something about the way the song was like mastered. I thought all the way the actually music not all is, of the music. All the music all, is mastered. Because what I love it's about Cats, because Cats is so fucking weird. Yeah. But here's the thing about translating this musical into a hyper CGI shit show that it was: <laughs> is that things that make Cats cool mm-hmm. is it's a dance show. First and foremost, you are there to look at these really incredible dancers doing things that lots of other dancers can't do, which yes. did not happen in this movie. It, no. There was one scene in the Jellicle Ball where I was like, actual dancing, and then it was gone. Oh, um, did you like the shoes on the dancers? What? When the dancers, when they wore the Converse, the hip-hop dancers? Oh, I did actually like that. A lot of the dancing I liked, there just wasn't enough of it. 
Yeah. Or it was overly simplistic. I was like, you have this world-class ballerina to play Victoria, and we like get two scenes of her actually being the ballet dancer. Whatever. The biggest downfall of the movie are the A-list stars in the movie. Yes. The dancers and the people that don't have big names, great. Um, so but, here's, well, let's talk about so, what I liked first. Yes. This is well, well, yeah, and then we'll talk about we'll talk about what makes the original show what I like about the Broadway show. Yeah, that doesn't carry over in this movie. But what we I both so, have a soft soft spot for this musical, Cats. Yeah, yeah. So what I I ended I realized what I ended up liking was a lot of individual vignettes mm-hmm. with none of the connective tissue. The connecting tissue was all a mess. Yes, trying to give it an overreaching arc was a, was a huge mess. But the individual numbers I liked, the first one I felt myself liking, I was like, oh, I like that, was Monko Jerry and Rumble Teaser. Yes, they were great. Because it was, because the thing about Cats is the lyrics are like, and these are the thieves. But then when you mm-hmm. listen to the lyrics, it's like, this is the asshole cat that just tears shit up when you're not looking. Yeah. And then it's like, for um, McCavity, it's like, or like you know, Rum Tum Tugger, mm-hmm. it's like, he's indecisive. The joke is he's the cat where when you open the door, he like doesn't go he like pauses at the door when you open it he just stands there yeah like all of the songs are just jokes about the cat's behavior and i felt like that worked in mungo jerry and rumple teaser because it was just its own vignette yes um it was cute and then i liked skimble shanks i liked the changes they made i liked the tap dancing it was fun um and and then we just i mean we should say it up the top jennifer hudson is turning in a performance that this movie does not deserve <laughs> and it she's doing so well that it feels wrong when, when you watch it, I was like, oh, it when feels she, weird that she's, like, going so hard and that she's her acting her heart out when it doesn't fit. It's but maybe it's like, my favorite rendition of memory ever. Oh, she in this, sounds great. In this train, train wreck of a movie. Like, yes. everything around it is so bad, and then she gets to the crescendo of memory, and I was like, why aren't they all going this hard? We would have bought it if they all would have gone yeah. this hard she's like oh alone with the she does that and i died i was like this is what the, the movie's fine now yeah i'm legitimately and then it trying gets not fine after i'm that. legitimately trying to think if i like anything other than mungo jerry rumple teaser and skimble shanks hold on what are the songs mr was oh, cute no i did not like i anything. didn't like what they did but i, I thought didn't he like was like anything cute. about mistopolis i'm devastated i like a little bias i liked ian mckellen i actually did too i just felt the problem was you haven't done enough up to this point to make the audience understand this is really genuinely, lyrically, a love letter to different kinds of cats. Yes. Um, and so this is the old cat and it gets to be sweet. And I think the movie, it feels like it's a sad song out of nowhere and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be sad. No. And Ian McKellen's just crushing it with the performance, but it's also like, oh well. Yeah. Um, really didn't like, this is super nerd territory, but mm-hmm. that bomb ballerina and Demeter were characters the whole movie and then when mm-hmm. their song came up they gave their song to Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift yeah because I, I thought I thought that the new song that was written for the movie was the Taylor Swift song I didn't know they just gave her mm-hmm. McCavity which I didn't like that number either it was bad it was so, Taylor Swift shows up and I was like fuck yeah we're gonna and then it was like she was she also has boobs thing. yes <laughs> Taylor <laughs> Swift is doing her best it's not it's no one's fault I actually want to argue even Rebel Wilson and James Corden yeah those two specifically are doing everything they can to bring comedy and brevity to this ridiculous concept. And everything that doesn't work is not their fault. Yeah. I I mean, I I genuinely, if Rebel Wilson would have done that performance as Jenny Anidots on stage, I would have been like, brilliant. Oh yeah, it it definitely would have read well with the live audience and not cockroaches. Hold on, let me look at these cats cats numbers. I also really liked, because none of the people are talking about this, that Ian McKellen's number 
usually leads into a big dramatic production mm-hmm. of a play he did when he was younger called Growl Tiger's Last Stand. And I wish they did it because it's it, it's just fun. Oh my God, Dagny. Wait, did they do it? No. They made, what's his name? He's Growl on the ship where they all get kidnapped to. He's Growl Tiger. He made it a different character. Oh. And they didn't do Growl Tiger's Last Stand because he's a pirate that fights a bunch of Siamese cats and they're all really racist Chinese stereotypes. Wait, when is the, in the musical, when is the cats and dogs one? That's part of that. Oh, okay. I like I that part. I forgot they cut the dog part too. They cut the dog I, bit. I forgot about the pirate thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. The name of the cats. Uh, yeah, the cat and cats. dog one. I really like that one. great. Buster Jones didn't love. Mungo Jerry loved. Old Deuteronomy. It's whatever. Yeah. And then they put on a play, The Awful Battle of the Peaks and the Pollicles. Yes. And I loved that. That's they one of my favorite. cut that. They cut it out. I remember, oh, it's I the... remember it happening and I was like, we're getting towards the end and we never got the peaks and the pollicles. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. It's a whole number where the cats pretend to be dogs and in a show (laughs) and in a show that is dance focused and it's all movement focused. See all these cats pretend to be dogs, but they're people. It's very funny. Yeah. It's adorable. That's what I thought you were talking. For some reason I was mixing that up. I didn't even realize that Gus. No. So Gus and he has, um, and then he has his like assistant, which he didn't have. I like that. They just, cause it's Ian McKellen. Just give him the whole song. Yeah. 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 So he does, Growl Tiger's Last Stand, but it's like, it's very, I mean, they've changed the lyrics like three times and now they just don't do it anymore on stage. They just don't Dang. do Growl Tiger's Last Stand. Because it's very much in the, it's it's so, it's stereotypical and not great. Yikes. Um, I didn't even know about that. Even McCavity, that was the big thing, okay? Towards the end of the movie, we get Idris, naked Idris Elba, and even that like it's didn't It's too help. tight and it made me uncomfortable. Um, and the then, Unitard was just yeah. so tight. Okay, and then Mr. Mustafa. Okay, you I didn't can... like that he was Mr. Mustopheles the whole movie because he, yes. he's a cat named Quaxo for Act One and from the beginning of Act Two, and then he that's like his disguise, and then he is Mustopheles. And when he shows up, everybody knows who he is, and they're excited that he's there, and he can do magic. Yes. And instead, he just is like bad at magic. They had they just made that a choice to make a story. That's the problem. Yeah, which so. I would have watched the movie even if it was this, just the vignettes like it is in the play. So I'm watching this with the boyfriend. And yeah. the boyfriend knows that I know the show very well and that I did it in high school. Mm-hmm. And he look, keeps looking over at me and asking questions. And around the time we get to Bustover Jones, he's like, so okay, it's just, he's like, it's just vignettes after this? I was like, yeah. So the cats show up. They say, we're the cats, specifically mm-hmm. Jellicle cats. <laughs> and uh, we're going to tell you who we are. And at the end of us, one of us gets chosen to go to the heavy side lair. And that is super vague. Like what the yeah. heavy side lair is, like in some productions, it's just like a fire escape that goes to the roof. Like it's very vague, it's very yeah. simple, and it's the reason we don't really care. Trying to make it a thing where like a cat gets to be reborn makes this whole thing very weird. Where it already was weird enough, it didn't have to be this. Yeah, it's the movie at the end felt like they were sacrificing Jennifer Hudson. Yes, and um, the other thing I realized when very it could quickly, be open to interpretation. The other thing but, is in the musical, there is not a single line of spoken dialogue. Every, sing- mm-hmm. every single thing that they say in this movie is added. Yeah. And I lost my mind at that because at the end of the movie, we just saw Memory, the first good performance in 45 minutes. <laughs> and Jenna- Judy Dench walks up to Jennifer Hudson, takes her hands, does a little cat nuzzle, mm-hmm. and then looks at her and says, you are the Jellicle choice. And I looked at the boyfriend and I said, notice how if she didn't say that, you wouldn't have lost anything. Notice yeah. how you completely understood what was going on 
without the dialogue? And he said, yeah. And I said, I feel that way about all of the dialogue in this movie. Yeah. Where it was very much like, like if they added dialogue, it was like, hello, audience, we are cats. And now we're talking uh, and we're going to pick someone to win a prize. Okay, here we go. And I'm like, they're just narrating what we can already see happening. Yeah. And I mean, the musical is just cats introducing themselves and then one of them gets picked. And uh, it's really hard to find a plot and they tried too hard. They tried too hard because they they didn't need it. I mean, we have the 90s version. This movie didn't need to be made. It didn't need to be made because we have the 90s version of the the stage. Yeah, they they did a a staged production. Filmed a staged production. I watched it after I went to theaters and saw this and actually had a grand old time seeing it. But (laughs) I was like, it was trash, but I had a great time. But a couple of days later, I watched the 90s Cats DVD because I didn't have it. And, <laughs> uh, it's all we need. We never needed it. That's no what, one, also them, like, we have to rush it so it gets out on Christmas. Nobody was like, we need Cats by Christmas. Did you hear they had six months to do the special effects for the trailer and four months to do the movie? Yes. That's so ridiculous. They, no one was like, My, all I want for Christmas is Cats. And they could have taken their the time. Thing. Someone pointed out that they're uh, the behind the scenes photos. Mm-hmm. There's all the green screen. Yeah. And then there's the actors in green bodysuits. If they did anything in front of the green screen, the animators would have had to key their bodies out from the green screen. Oh they would have had to redraw God. their bodies because it would have just been all green. Why weren't, like, it seems like It couldn't insane. have been that dumb. I know, but like, maybe. It just seems very know. rushed. It, also, it, seems was like, very it rushed. also seems like they had a great cast and thought that's what all they needed. But it was, um, yeah. And the highlights of the movie for me was weren't you're right and it was nobody's fault as far as the actors no it's still very bad james corden and rebel wilson are still in very horrible scenes and they're not good in these movies but i i fully do not blame them those also just aren't the strongest songs no one gives a shit about buster for jones i'm so sorry sorry james corden whatever it's no one cares about buster yeah buster for jones like they didn't play up the fact that the comedy is he is a very fat yes cat whose fur looks like a tuxedo mm-hmm. and he thinks himself high class because he only eats out of the garbage at high class places. Yes. That's the whole joke. And they even fumbled that and made it gross. Yeah. Like it's just, it's, it's just a cat joke. There it's was no, just... that was, that was what I want to say. There was no focus on the lyrics. Yes. Which was so weird in a movie. Yeah. And... Cause there was so much going on visually that I, I knew the song. So it wasn't like I was confused on what was happening. <laughs> I, I mean, I was still confused on what was happening with the plot that they tried. Also, just, uh, I didn't finish my thought, but my new thought is that the song that they added, it's, I'm a cat. This is what I do. This is how I'm a cat. Blah, blah, blah. And then another song, I'm a cat. This is what I do as a cat. And then it's, this is my heart and soul and why I need this to happen to me. And it felt so strange. It's a beautiful song. Memory? No, the, 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 the added song. The memory of Jason. Yes, it's a lovely song. Completely forgettable, though. It's Very sorry. forgettable. It's just like, it's nice. I say that in the but show. But keep going, keep yeah, it, it's, it's a nice song. It does not feel like it's from the same soundtrack of this musical. Yeah. It feels like this is what the credits should have been. Well, like uh, I said, <laughs> or something. that's really funny. <laughs> but I think I said earlier, I want to talk about the things that make like the stage show successful. Yeah. It's because it's it's a dance show, like I said. And then it's like, it's spectacle. There is a spectacle of cats. Yes. But the other thing is, the cats themselves mm-hmm. are, the costumes are are this weird kind of 80s punk cool. Yes. Because even though there's like unitards, they have like weird arm wraps and leg warmers and mm-hmm. weird layers to give themselves different fur tails. patterns. Tails made out of yarn. 
or the choreography, like, yeah, the, the tails whipping like real cats was really weird. It is very weird. Where on Broadway, the choreography, there's like moments where the tails will like all spin at the same time because mm-hmm. that's part of the thought process. And it, it's all, the only reason the show works <laughs> is when it is on a stage and in person. Gen- yeah. And I think the movie proves that. Like it, it has to feel like a weird dance show. And then the other thing is, especially with the original recording, the music is all bare bones, 80s synth music. Yeah. And that was not the case. It felt too produced where I wanted, I mean, the Jellicle Ball, when it starts going, I'm sorry to everyone listening. (laughs) And it's like jarring. Yeah. And it wasn't fun in the, in the movie, in the, in the musical, you're like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. I, I love the music and I listened to the soundtrack once after the movie. And it's when I really realized that the music is, it can't be produced the way that they did. There's one specific moment in Jellicle, right? As soon as it happened, I was like, oh, this is bad. In the, in the, the opening the, or the intermission song? In the opening. Okay. Um, and it's like, and then the cats do sing at the C. And then after oh, that. can you as cats do begin with a C? Whatever. Yeah. And they sing. And then like right after that, it like auto-tune. Or no, there's like I extra bass comes in. Lee bring down the house. Jellicle cats are queens of the night. Oh no, then it's a- There's like some like intense bass that comes in and I immediately was like, this is wrong. That it feels- It's it's synth and electric guitar in the 80s version. And it really, they could have just done that. But that's why the the show is so weird. And they didn't, it's like they were so afraid to let it be weird that they made it weirder. (laughs) Yes. If they had just done it as the book was written, everybody- People who had never seen Cats before would have been like, this is strange. Um, yes. And then people who loved Cats would be like, oh, this was actually pretty fun. And it's all, it's just, if it was just, because also Cats was on Broadway when they were making this. Just film, I had a friend in it. Yeah. <laughs> just film them do it. Cats, have a new, better, like higher quality of what we already honestly, have. Honestly, someone remount Cats on Broadway, put a ton of money into weird lighting and special effects. Do a Hamilton level filming of it. Yeah, go ham. And that's that's what should have existed instead of this. But instead, we have Judy Dench with her human hand with her wedding ring still on it, oh. which is on the version I saw. I don't know why it wasn't fixed. Yeah, I saw it where people were like, did you see it with the hand? And I was like, yeah. And I saw it a couple weeks after it came out. Yeah. And then it's still there. People are like, oh, they went in and fixed certain things. That's not one of the things that they thought was important to fix, apparently. It's, and the last thing I really just that I have to be upset about <clears throat> is mm-hmm. the decision to CGI on their makeup instead of doing like Broadway cats makeup and then blending into the CGI cat outfit. Yes. Is bananas specifically because on Broadway, the makeup is more detailed than we've got in the movie, and they draw mm-hmm. on little cat noses on the bottoms of their noses, and it, it delivers the illusion a little bit better. Yeah. And none of these cats have noses. None of them. They oh, have they don't. human noses that are the color of their fur, and then they have no cat nose. And I think primarily- they put, like, the fake whispers on yes, their faces. That's the yeah. biggest problem with why their faces look weird, is because it's like almost cats, and then it's just like, that's Judy Dench's nose. That's Idris Elba's nose. Oh. If they would have just done even like a Halloween black cat nose, literally the most basic, like I'm a cat, like that look, it would have made their faces look so much better. They just painted the ends of, oh my God. Yeah. And the the makeup on stage is so cool. Like that's what, the costume design and the makeup is half of the fun in the musical, not the movie, in the stage play. And I I feel like Uh, that's the music. Just seeing their costumes. They look bananas, but everybody on board is, everybody is there and they know that they're watching something insane 
and they're watching it to just watch these people be talented. Yeah, the Jellicle Ball is a 12-minute nonstop dance number that the entire cast is involved in. Yeah. And uh, I just remember when we did it, we were high school students trying to, I mean, we did lots of really hard choreography because we had so many dancers, but there was, I mean, it was like toning down, you know? Yeah. And I mean, on Broadway, it's dancers at the peak of their fitness, Mm -hmm. dancing full out, lifts, tumbles, somersaults, batmas, crazy shit for 12 minutes and then memory and then intermission. It is all about the spectacle. And in this, we got, did you notice how so much, this is just, I just saw it, so much of the Jellicle Ball, they keep cutting back to this shot of like the back of Judy Dench's head. And then you can see the dancing over her shoulder. Yes. But she's like a third of the frame. It's stupid. What is that decision about? Just plant a camera and let these dancers dance. Uh, yeah. 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 Anyway, highly recommend 10 out of 10. <laughs> this is an optimistic podcast. If you're looking for uh, an all right time. An all right time. Drink some you wine. Know what? It's on HBO Max. So if you have that, it's technically free-ish. Um, that's fine. Watch it's it on included HBO Max. in, you should, you should watch it. It's included in your subscription. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't. And if uh, you can watch it, just have a full bottle of wine with you. Um, and yeah, make sure you're in the right mindset to, feel uncomfortable for an yeah. hour and a half thanks for letting me ambush you with a cat's discussion we'll release this as like a mini episode does this sound fun yeah i'm glad we talked about it because i've been wanting to know what you thought i had a feeling you didn't love it but also no one really loved it crazy yeah no it's yeah. It's, it's it's a weird it's it was all the the decision to turn that musical into a full budget cgi film oh last thing i learned was that the plan was for it to be an animated film until tom hooper was brought on to direct I would have watched the. Anime. I would have watched a car, even like a cartoon. I would have loved a cartoon version. Yeah, that would have been super fun. Yeah, yeah. Wow, cats! Isn't it weird how much of the lyrics I remember though? It's not. We, you the were in cats it. Cats are queens of the night. Sing I knew most of it. I just couldn't hearts. remember the one part that. I, as soon as it happened, I was like, "This movie's gonna be bad," and it was just. If you go listen to Jellicle Ball, just the or the first, it's called Jellicle Ball, right? Yeah. The first, the first song, you'll hear it. It's like halfway through and then this bass and subwoofer. I don't know a lot about music, but it, it just, <laughs> it, it feels weird. If you really just have a lot of time on your hands, listen to the original Broadway recording, just in the background while you're working out or something. God, yeah, it's weird. The, and then you'll listen to the music, the movie and you'll be like, oh, this sounds you know, wrong. You know, in School of Rock, at the end, there's like that weirdo kid who plays the keyboard and they've like spiked his hair and yes. put him in a cape. And he has I that like so much. I do too. He has that piano solo. Mm-hmm. Just imagine him going ham for an hour and a half, and that's like most of the original cat soundtrack. Yes. It's just oh my god, it's so good. It's so it, the music is so good, the dancing is so good, and I would have rather just watched a live performance now, of it. To be clear, the music but. is so good as a whole. The only good song individually in this show <laughs> is Memory. I will not advocate. <laughs> yeah. But I'm walking around <laughs> listening to Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser because I think it's a fucking bop. No, oh, man. memory is the only. It's the only like listen to that. If if there's a list of like Broadway hits, um, memory is the only thing from Cats that will ever be on that list. And but... uh, uh, watch Jennifer Hudson just do Memory the Reprise. It's so yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It made me forget the rest of the movie. I did. I'll never forget. No, I'll never forget. It. I can't. You know what else I keep remembering is is after that one performance, Judy Dench like raises, kicks her leg up above her head, and like yep. kind of like sexy cat move. And I uh, I also did like that. 
Because anytime Judy Dench is sexy, I'm into it. Okay. Do you know the sexiest three seconds in all of film history? No. It's that what? moment in Skyfall where she picks up a pistol and Ju- Dame Judy Dench fires a gun on camera twice. <laughs> like she's a spy. Fair and, yeah. and I was like, yeah. I was like, this is the perfect movie. Yeah. Yeah. I could uh, be on board with that. Yeah. Red 3, Judy Dench. Remember Red? Remember the Red franchise? Bruce Willis and Helen Mirren and... Oh, yeah. Weeds Lady. Weeds Lady. What's her name? I had this exact Michelle conversation. Parker. Sarah Michelle. Jessica Parker. Nope. Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Sex Michelle in the City. Geller? No. Sex in the City, but she's a vampire hunter that sells weed. We have to end this. Oh, wow. Okay. But that's the new show. It's Sex in the City, but she's a vampire hunter slayer that sells weed. Where We're doing this as HBO call us. Where did this go? <laughs> um... Cats, HBO Max, highly recommend it. Um, everybody should check it out. Give the give it your time and energy. Um, or don't. So that's all. A fun little mini episode without a guest. This I is what it's like. A, I walked away from the He really, he, he, Billy walked out of the room, basically. Um, so let us know if you think we're fun, even without a guest. Or maybe if a guest makes the show, don't hurt our feelings too much. If they're like, geez, them together, they just talk constantly. Um, I think it's nice having a buffer, but sometimes we just got to talk about our own thing and nobody else is going to want to talk about cats. I assume. <laughs> I assume. Watch, watch a guest comes in. It's just like today. <laughs> I what want... I brought for you today is, uh, you know, just bear with me. I, it's going to be controversial. Cats. This podcast should have ended <laughs> five minutes ago. Okay. Bye.